Hey everybody, it's Dave here and Flip. And we're watching the end of this crazy game like everybody else. Join us. Talk about it. We're in scoring range. Oh. Ha. And of course we're running the ball. There goes Cookers. I'm probably ahead of you, Flip, unless you got it live. <laughs> yes, Mary. Breathe, fellas. <laughs> breathe. Thank you, Colin. It's been hard to breathe this game. I don't know what this, what's up with this version of this team. They stress my heart every single freaking day. Oh, Zoon. <laughs> Bikes tradition wide right. I hope not. G-Mac. Will Zimmer murder a kicker? If he misses... We go to overtime, and it kicks up, and it is good. No time left on the clock. The Vikings win. The Vikings win. How about that? Ah, I gotta turn that up a little bit. Gotta hear it one more time. Vikings win. Vikings win. All right, we're gonna hit the roll in real quick. Take two. Me and Flip are gonna go over to the this game. Get ready to join the conversation. Win or lose, victory or agonizing defeat, disappointment or glory. Climbing the pocket this year. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do this. It was glory. That Roland's way too long. I need to trim it down. Skull, everybody. Vikings win. Vikings win. Last second. On a Joseph kick. How about that? What do you think, Flip? W's in the chat. Let's see it. Clifford, G Mac, Alan Ives, Stephen from Australia. Let's go. The Minnesota Vikings beat their hated rivals, the Green Bay Packers, 34 to 31 in week 11. Our team is back to 500, and we send that team back. From Wisconsin, we send them back home packing with a big, fat loss. This team feels like it can play with anybody right now, Dave. It does. It absolutely does. They have the talent. If they could put it together for and not do the stop, stop, stop. Oh, we're going to take a playoff. Ooh, first down <laughs> stuff. Um, they have the talent. Oh, especially Justin Jefferson. Let's People, start with the highlights. Justin Jefferson. Having Justin Jefferson on our team is a treat. Literally. I mean, we've gone through Reed, Carter, Anthony Carter, Chris Carter, both of those Carters, uh, yep. Randy Moss, and now maybe, maybe the best of them all, Justin Jefferson, when it's all said and done. And they're finally utilizing him. And it's fantastic. Hey, you want to know Justin's stats? He was targeted 10 times, caught eight, mm -hmm. 169 yards, two touchdowns. Yards. Two and uh, that's that's just the pass end on the running end. He had three yards. Not so big a deal. Three yards, you know, a little catch on the, on the Zampezi out of the backfield for his first score. 
And then just the whirling dervish, the balance on that Kirk Cousins hot strike deep ball. Justin Jefferson spins once to make the catch, spins again into the end zone to give the Vikings that seven-point lead. The Vikings go for two. Dow hits the corner pylon to go up by seven. Hey. I, they they let they let up that deep score at the end, but the fact remains Justin Jefferson with his 11th 100-yard game in his first two seasons, tying Randy Moss's record on that account. And yes, you have to talk about this guy in the same breath as Randy Moss. You have to mention him in the same in the same sentence as Chris Carter, yep. as Ahmad Rashad. He is one of the Vikings' great wide receivers. And this is just his second year in the league. He's young. Let's see those W's in the chat for Justin Jefferson, baby. That was for Chris Anderson and is still a fire zimmer. I'm sorry, not after today. We'll postpone that talk for another week. Um, He pulled out another win. And uh, I was about to go find Warren Ludford, a friend of the show, Warren good friend of the network, writer, outstanding writer on Daily Norseman. He said at the beginning of the fourth quarter, Vikings are 43-1 and one when they enter the fourth quarter with the lead. Well, I said, Warren, and if you make it 43-2, and two, and uh, I left it dot, dot, dot. He didn't. We're done. 44-1 hey, well, under Mike Zimmer. 44-1 and one when we enter the fourth quarter with a league. Under Mike Zimmer, more W's in the chat for Kirk Cousins. What a day from Kirk Cousins. Maybe his best day as a professional. I mean, it wasn't just Justin Jefferson. Adam Thielen got involved. Tyler Conklin had some key first downs. 9.7 yards per attempt for Kirk Cousins. 341 yards passing and three touchdowns. Yes, he had and that not a single one of his interceptions counted. <laughs> nope, none of those interceptions counted, baby. So Kirk Cousins, high QBR, 128 quarterback rating. You know, he went tit for tat with Aaron Rodgers and won. Let's and go. Won. And won, yes. And it was in our house. We beat them where we we played better on the road all this season. We beat them in yeah. our house in front of our crowd, and you got to hand it to the crowd. I don't care. There was crowd obviously loud. some green in it, but they were <laughs> loud. You could hear it yeah. across the TV broadcast. Um, Wayne, I, and I, I'm drinking beer know, today, buddy. Clint Kubiak had some great play call designs today. I loved it. it Creative. Creative, just like LaFleur. You saw it on both sides of the ball. Really fun game to watch just because the offense was going, and it was fun, exciting plays, wire to wire. Dave, I do You have to ask you, what were your lowlights from this game? <laughs> My lowlights is, and I was talking to Mary during the game, we need to find a center. I am tired <laughs> of our center being forklifted back into Kirk Cousins' lap. Doesn't matter, Bradbury Cole. The results are the same. We need to. Well, center. I mean, I, I tell you, they just showed Garrett Bradbury on the sideline. They're like, dude, I don't know what to tell you. You weren't good. You got COVID and you lost your job. That's like, 
That's mm-hmm. the American story right now, man. You'll you'll get another chance, but you got to earn it back. You know, and, and, and especially if you city. lost weight during COVID, you know, you've got to. Yeah. You've got to work at it, you know, unless yeah. you are absolutely blessed by circumstance or by talent, you've got to work at it. Everybody yeah, does. Yeah. You know, and hey, when when they're winning these these games, you know they're two and zero, and the run game is struggling before and after him. So, you know, we'll see. I I, I understand that's a low light. We got a week to figure it out, and that's for sure. Now, you want to hear my, one of my, my low light? No, I'm I'm not done talking about my oh, low light. Okay. I mean, you talk about your low light. We ha- we haven't talked about the defense, and we're playing Aaron Rodgers, so you know. You need to pressure him. You need to get him off off center. You can't give him time in the pocket. The second you see Aaron Rodgers outside of the pocket, you know that's a touchdown throw to Devontae Adams. It's just not something we can be surprised about at this point. So it's really hard to see Everson Griffin have a silent game. DJ Wanham have a pretty silent game. They got pressures every now and again. But we really saw Aaron Rodgers just... You know, the Cowboys did a great job of even picking up the blitzes, too, uh-huh. and that really hurt the defense. We have to figure out a way to get a better pass rush, especially when you're playing the best quarterbacks in the league. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Brian says Cole has his flaws, but he's better than Bradbury. I yeah. agree, Brian. I agree, Brian. I am not so sure about that, but okay. It's. I think it's... <laughs> Half of one, uh, six of the other. Obviously, the star, absolute stars of the game were Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins today. But so I'm going to stick with a round belly. One of my favorite plays and multiple plays was Ezra Cleveland today. He okay. was he was driving fourth and on that uh, that walk in by Cook on the on the goal line mm-hmm. earlier in the game. You saw him drive his guy back, and he fell to his knees, and he was driving off his knees to push him even farther. That, my friend, is what a lineman, offensive lineman, should do, and that was outstanding. Yeah, they, you know, that offensive line playing game, too, a lot of those issues on the offensive line were due to penalties, mm-hmm. and... While we didn't see the best run blocking day, while Kirk was still was under pressure a little bit, the penalties were gone. There were no massive holding penalties oh, yes. to take back a first down. We didn't have first false starts. We've seen that be an issue with the offensive line in past games. So it was a clean football game up front. You're not going to win every play. You're going to crush some plays like Ezra Cleveland did on that Dalvin Cook uh, two-point conversion. But... Yeah, I, I, I mean, the, what? The, we came into this game, everybody wanted to talk about the Packers' defense. They just shut out Russell Wilson. Man, they didn't look that good today. That's all I know. They did not look that good today. The Vikings leave this brutal four-game stretch with two wins and two losses. Maybe the best you could hope for. I mean, I'm saying that coming off the two wins. Things were looking pretty grim there at three and five, but now they're back to 500. We'll see how the schedule breaks for them the rest of the way. Yep. And speaking of which, who have we got next? 
Who we got next? It's hard to look past Packers week. I know. That's it. It's just it. <laughs> hey, guys. No, we, are at, we are at San Francisco. Which should be a good game. November 28th. Maybe I should go to that game. That should be a good game. <laughs> and then it's what? Pittsburgh Daniel, after that. Daniel's asking about the pass protection. Dave just commented on that. I Cliff, I'm going to be honest. I predicted one and three. This is definitely a surprise to see the Vikings at 500 with a win over Green Bay. You would hope that puts them back in the NFC North race. They probably are a little too far behind the Packers to challenge for the NFC North crown. But yes, I think when you get to 500, that's rule number one. That's when you can start talking about the playoff picture and how the Vikings factor into that. So really happy about the win today. Really happy to just see our stars play like stars and our coaches lean on our best players to deliver a win at home. And, yes, GMAC says national TV audience. It wasn't quite all national, but it was over three-quarters national. Even I got to watch it live, which was wonderful. Um, <laughs> you talk about beating – we're talking about playoffs, right? Our playoff chances just jumped a huge amount. Um, we just beat, for those that want to know, we just beat the number one seed in the NFC. The number one seed. So. Yeah, the the Cowboys were cheering for us today. The, you know. The Vikings have talent if they can put it together. It seems to me that they are starting to put things together, both on offense and on defense. Though, you know, there's times on the defense we had lapses. Yep. We shall see. What did you think of Patrick Peterson when he went out prior to the first half? I thought he re-aggravated mm-hmm. that hammy, and we won't see him for another three games. Yeah. He came back uh, in. Was that a smart move? Uh, yeah, I think you need to get him back on the field. You know, I think it's good to have your best players out there if they can go. I don't think it was risky um, as far as how he played. I didn't th- see anything um, that popped out on my first watch. And I'm watching it live, so I'm hooting and hollering. I don't see all the details. But Patrick Peterson didn't really pop onto the screen for me too much. I was just happy to see him back out there. And, you know, we can't get overly conservative when you're four and five and you're playing, exactly. you're, you're playing the Green Bay Packers. You've got to do everything you can to win that game if that man is healthy. So, good to see him back on the field. Mm -hmm. Same Same with Harrison Smith now. Yeah. Um, Hitman missed a tackle. I wish he had gotten, but, I mean, Mm -hmm. the defense at times shut them down, absolutely shut them down, and then would generally let them go and they'd get a first down, which was frustrating, but hopefully we get that. Clifford, why didn't Bynum go in – for Woods, Woods played his worst game. Do you think so? Yeah, you know, I don't think you can really put it all on Xavier Woods. He he wasn't perfect in coverage. I think just the uh, the lack of pressure is a big, big part of it, like I said before. And when it comes to Cam Bynum, you have to remember uh, that guy is a rookie and he's a backup we wanted to see him on the field. He actually was on the field for a little bit. The Vikings did 
did a three safety look a few times in that game to get Cam Bynum onto the field and get Harrison Smith down into the box. So, you know, I haven't seen enough from Cam Bynum to just automatically bench the starter, but I do like how they're working him onto the field more and more. Mm -hmm. Without a doubt, without a doubt. Um, What did you think of them moving Sheldon Richardson out to defensive end? (laughs) Anything they can do to get pressure, man. Mm -hmm. Anything they can do. I, I'm not going to overreact and say that just because he got one sack, it was the right move. But, man, they're really struggling. They're really struggling. I did catch that G-Mac talking about how great G- Green Bay's defense is. They can't cover Justin Jefferson, man. Justin Jefferson made, like, made him look like a fool. Do you see that that Adam Thielen catch to set up the game-winning field goal? It looks like a mini Minnesota miracle, man, the way he – Caught that ball, defender spinning around his own head, and Adam Thielen staying in bounds to get us in the field goal range. I'm not scared of the Green Bay Packers defense. It's hard to be after a game like that. If our offense is clicking, they're playing clean football, not drawing penalties. Let's skull Vikes. Let's let's put this offense up against the best in the league. I want to see it week in, week out, and I can't wait to go to San Francisco next week. I got a question. Do you have, and to... Everybody in the chat have that obnoxious Green Bay fan that you have to go to work with. Me? Yeah, do you have Man, I don't even know these Packers fans because all these people say they roll with Green Bay. I can't even tell. Some of them live in Arizona. Some of them live in Kentucky. I can't tell. I can't tell a real Packers fan from a fake one. So they can (laughs) go. They can just weep and eat eat their milk and cheese curds back in Wisconsin for the ones that actually live there. The other ones don't really care. They're not going to come at me this week, that's for sure. Well, If you do have that fan, it's time to let them know that Aaron <laughs> Rodgers needs a haircut and a better attitude, among many other things. Tell them that. Yep, and own them this week. And enjoy it, because this is probably one of the, moving into one of the best victory weeks We've had in a very long time because Vikings are back in it. They're not great, but they could still win this. Div- Believe it or not, I don't want to say it. They could theoretically still win the division. Um, they're back in the playoff hunt. They're back to 500. Let's hope they keep it up. Hey, let's 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 take the first half of the season and go. Hey. It's just they were getting in the groove type deal. No, I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. They were not. They were not. It it can't take you eight games to get in a groove, man. It can't. This is the NFL we're talking about. I don't care if it winds up getting in the playoffs and going on a long run and that they are at their peak then. Um, I'll take it, even though my heart can't. Um, I think it was Clifford earlier talking about he almost had to take his nitroglycerin um, for his heart. It's Why can't we just do like the Seattle game and just blow them out and call it good? I was hoping for that today, but of course not. We still have the problem of score letting the other team score within two minutes of the first half. They've now scored, what is it, 
58 points, 57 points, some bullshit like that. And that's the difference between us being at 500 and us being close to the number one seed. If they can stop that, if the defense can stop that, we're winning more games. Well, and, and again, it's the penalties too. The Vikings are the, they went into this game as a second most penalized team in the NFL. We do not talk about this enough. The penalties are a big factor. Everybody likes to talk about the two-minute defense. Everybody likes to talk about the conservative play calling. Equally as big, let's talk about the penalties. Stop the holding. Stop the false starts. Stop the pass interference. This team will produce wins. So that's part of the equation. That I mean, the play calling didn't change that much today. They were balanced between in the run and the pass. The two-minute defense didn't change that much today. They allowed a score, a touchdown right before halftime, and they, they allowed a score with two minutes and 17 seconds left in the fourth quarter. The thing that changed today and helped them win a tight game against the Green Bay Packers is they played clean football. They avoided the penalties, and that's really important. I hate how it's a cliche, but it is really important to see this team play clean football games. Mm-hmm. Um, Clifford or Daniel asked the rest of the season, do they go five and two? Now let's look forward. It's part of our format. Next week we have San Francisco in San Francisco, which is going to be an interesting game. It's 325 in the afternoon. So <laughs> um it's you know, San Francisco's been coming back. You know, they're good, they're bad, they're much like every other team in the NFC. They are doing well. It should be interesting. Then we have Detroit. At uh, Then we go on the road again to Detroit for the noon game the following week, which one, should be... One game at a time. One game at a time. You know, the, 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 the 49ers are 5-5. Five and five. Um, We're 5-5. Five and five. To go 5-2 five and two down the stretch would basically mean, I mean, let's you would have to look at the losses first rather than the wins. Well, that's so, why I was going over the teams. We've got San Francisco, Detroit, yeah. Pittsburgh, Chicago, yeah. the Rams, the Packers again, the Bears again. They got the Rams at home on the day after Christmas, and they have the Green Bay Packers in Green Bay two days after the new year. Those are the two key games. Um, so that's why I say focus on this next game because oh, yes. if they oh, lose yeah. to the 49ers, it's going to be really hard for them to go 5-2 and two down the stretch. Now, Clifford just said he got a notification. That, by the way, is the 500th regular season win in our team's history since 1961. That's not bad. That's good. Blow the horn. You gotta. You gotta. Y'all horn. Mm-hmm. You can blow for the five hundred win. Number five hundred. W's in the chat. You know, I I don't want to be here next week. Send that five and six with a five and six with a loss to the San Francisco 49ers. So it's just one game at a time. See ourselves move up in those standings just a little bit. You know, maybe the Buccaneers lose tomorrow. Maybe maybe the Arizona Cardinals drop a game here. 
this mm-hmm. afternoon. And then we can start talking about maybe getting some of those higher seeds. But it's just it's hard at this point because we're not getting a playoff home game unless we win the NFC North. So going on the road, now we got to see, is this a team that can go on a road, go on the road and win a tough fought game? And that's exactly what we get to see next week when they play the San Francisco 49ers. You got it. You got it. Any last words before we wrap this show up and send the great viewers on to their next destination? Hey, it's good to be 500. I hope everybody enjoyed that win against the Green Bay Packers. The hated Green Bay Packers. Ain't none of y'all che- those cheeseheads going to be saying anything to you this week. And maybe you should think about saying something to them. Love the win. Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson. Whew. Sunday, baby. What a great Sunday. Skull it bites. is. I always grew up. There was three things that required to be a successful season. First one. Beat the Packers. Second one, beat the Packers. Third one, make the playoffs. Right? And we are on our way. First part of that is checked off the list. I want everybody to enjoy their week. Uh, Climbing the Pocket will be here, should be here all week. I apologize for their lack of shows last week. Hopefully, our host will rectify that this week. And we'll be full of some Vikings football talk. For you to join us every day except for Friday. Unless you want to talk Friday, then come talk to me and we'll set something up. Anyways, all of you stay safe, stay healthy, enjoy your favorite beverage, and then go watch some other favorite post-game shows. I'm off to one bar in Lumpicus. My personal favorite beyond this one. So... Y'all have a great week and Skull Viking. Skull Viking. I couldn't watch that last pick, but he made it. Thanks for watching. Like, subscribe, and ring the bell. And if you're listening on your favorite aggregator, make sure you rate us. And always feel free to join the conversation here at Climbing the Pocket. Skull, everybody.